manfully and trust in the Lord. In nomine Patris, Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. I must confess, I've always been slightly in awe of today's saint, St. Catherine of Siena. Now, of course, it's good to have a, a sentiment of holy reverence for all of God's saints, but it seems that with some of them, towards some of them, the sentiment can be more pronounced. So what is the reason of this awe in which I hold St. Catherine? I think it is not so much the supernatural favours that she received, even though they were very extraordinary. She was at the age of about five, granted a vision of our Lord and of St. Peter and St. Paul above a church in her home city of Siena. Later on, as a young woman, she received the stigmata, which she obtained from Christ, the grace that they should not normally be visible. And towards the end of her life, she subsisted almost entirely on the Blessed Sacrament alone. But I think what really inspires me with this sentiment of awe is simply St. Catherine's personality. It's a personality that would always have been remarkable, but infused as it was by a burning supernatural charity, it became something white hot, something with quality of the, the sun and the heavens at which none of us can directly look. St. Catherine always went straight to the point, whether she was talking to the Pope or to a pirate. If you were the Pope, well then, it's your duty to go back to Rome. Go straight there, go there today, and not to ask anybody's advice. If you are a pirate chief, well, it's your duty to stop murdering people, and put your skills at the service of God, join in the army that's going to the Holy Land to reclaim the holy places. St. Catherine was simple because she lived in God, and God was simple. A fanatic is also simple. A fanatic is heartless. St. Catherine was always overflowing with pity for those in need, most especially for those in danger perishing. If you read just one thing that St. Catherine of Siena wrote, I recommend a letter she penned to her spiritual father, Father Raymond 
of Capua, later St. Rune. It was about the death of a young man in Siena called Niccolo Toldo. Niccolo Toldo seems to have been an unremarkable young man, but he made the mistake of casually speaking in a critical way of the government of his time, and government being very nervous at that particular moment in history, decided that he was a traitor and condemned him to death by beheading. Niccolo was nominally a Catholic, of course, he had no religion to speak of. So he was sitting there in his prison cell, waiting for the day to come, incredulous what was going to happen to him, angry and in despair. And suddenly the door of his prison cell opened. And in walked Catherine Benincasa. As always, she went straight to the point. This time she spoke to him so sweetly of the love of God that Niccolo became not just resigned to his fate in a stoic way, but actually eager for his own execution, provided. St. Catherine would accompany him. And in the morning, as was due to happen, she arranged for him to make his first Holy Communion, and then she went to wait for him at the place of execution. As his head was struck from his body, St. Catherine received it into her own hands, and then being in ecstasy, she had a vision of our Lord in glory, receiving the soul of Niccolo Toldo into his own open side. And as a bride, she said, at the threshold of her bridegroom is accustomed for a moment to turn back and to look with gratitude to those who have accompanied her. So she saw the soul of Niccolo turn back to her with a gesture, she says, of divine sweetness, and then pass over the threshold of heaven. Catherine died at the age of 33 in the year 1380, having offered herself as a victim of the Holy Church was being torn apart by a schism. May she intercede for us all with the divine bridegroom. In the name of the Patris, the Filii, and the Spirit of Sanctity.